If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pennies Going In Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy! On this episode of Pennies Going In Raw, we talk about bouncing back in 2022, a swing update, and a PlayStation 5 giveaway. You find out life's this game of pennies. Oh, you guys know we only have a 40% runner. Hello? 40% is a f***ing killing. We've been compliant for too long. It's time we go to war. I don't have a Roth. You know so much about the market that his brain doesn't have enough room for grammar. Hey, who told me about Idex? It's going up a shit ton now. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4 fucking percent. You asked the exact same question with two words <laughs> different. It's like, f- man, I just got dick whipped for like 20%. And now that f***er's up like 50. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. I'm just making this voice memo to call out unusual whales to a fight. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Pennies. 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 Going in raw. Featuring Dan, Deity It Dips, and Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny and Christian. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Pennies Going In Raw. Today is Wednesday, December the 29th. Two more trading days in this year. I mean, what what are we thinking about this? I mean, spy soaring, uh, swings. A lot of the IPOs not doing so hot, but you know, it's kind of at the point where I'm like, hey man, are we cutting these for a little tax write-off or is this the bottom? Yeah, definitely uh Definitely cut the swings that you feel the least conviction about, especially if you're down. I mean, this is like <laughs> kind of the last few days before you get that, as you said, like that little write-off, you know, lower lower the, uh, the P&L a little bit for the year. And uh, especially like if you just know in your heart of hearts that it's not going to work out or like you're just holding a bag, this is, uh, this is a really easy way to uh to swallow that pill you know it gives you an excuse to swallow that pill where you know if you make it through make it through january one then you're just you're just dragging dragging the inevitable out with you so cut cut those few swings that um that you don't feel good about that maybe you're down like six eight nine ten twenty percent that you just know aren't going to go back all right i know a lot of people probably don't want to hear that 
But, you know, sometimes maybe time to sell it. Wait your 31 days and add it back, man, if, if you really want. And uh, if it does skyrocket within those 30 days, obviously just call Blame Hugh um, and he'll uh, <laughs> financially compensate you for your loss. <laughs> the, the natural the natural thing to do. Uh, but that's probably, honestly, that probably is what happens, though, in a lot of these things is that, uh, that you see, like, that selling pressure last few days to finish up and then uh, things pop as, as I know it's, I know it's canned the uh, January poppers, but uh, January poppers are a real thing where, and, and it'll be good, I think, to see the entire, like, small cap market maybe up, like, 15, 20% one, you know, one or two days. Like, we haven't had one of those days where it just feels like the entire small cap market. It's up, like, 15, 20%. Yeah, it definitely has been a while since uh, I felt like the small cap retail traders were just in control, dominating. Um, I miss it, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I do think that we need this big washout. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people, got, if you were playing, uh, if you were playing in the uh, last two months, you've been trading a lot and you're green, you know, you props to you because uh, there were a lot of opportunities but there were so many opportunities that were that look like opportunities but then they end up just failing miserably uh and we've seen a big disconnect a bunch of rotations which is not which is not normal for the market and uh so props to you if you're green over the last two months because it's been tough trading no matter what you're trading but especially small caps even large caps it's been really tough out there so let's say you've had a, you know, obviously you had your first few months and it gave you confidence to keep trading because the first few months of the year were so hot. And obviously there were a couple random months in there that got super hot as well. Uh, but let's say you your past two to three months just, you know, kind of took it out of you, um, made you less confident in yourself, made you less confident in your strategy. Do I need to rebuff the resume? How can you kind of end this year with these last couple days and make sure you're going into 2022 as sharp as possible? You want to make sure you get that buffer again at the beginning of the year for not only the confidence reason, but I mean, you need it now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the biggest thing that I would do is that I would just really wait for the for the good setups. Like, I, especially like I know myself, I'm gonna tweet that tweet. I'm gonna treat 2022 as like the year where like I I really try and zone in and not over trade. Just take really good setups, really good risk reward. And you know, I'm not. I might not be looking for like a thousand percent year this year. But instead, I'm going to look for like a really high win percentage on most of my trades because at the end of the day, I think a lot of a lot of my favorite quotes I realized are all basically like the ones that say, you know, you never go broke taking profit. Like, uh, like if you if you have a big enough of a book, uh, you know, like a portfolio, and you only wait for the right setups, and every setup you do like two, you know, you, you take profit at like seven percent or something. Um, you know, like every ten trades, you can you can double your portfolio. You know, stuff like that. But it's the big losses that really kill you. You know, like like little quotes like that. Um, are, are what I've really come to enjoy. And I think that, you know, like this year, like that's what I'm going to try and focus on. It's only having that high win percentage, not really worrying about necessarily like hitting home runs and stuff. And, uh, 
And I think that that will be good. And I think it's something that like a lot of people uh, could benefit from. You know, like if you only take those setups that that you know have a really good risk to reward. Like there, there's times where, and, and everybody gets it, you know, where you instantly buy something like two minutes later, you're like, shit, like I really bought this thing high. And at the end of the day, like, do I really know why I bought this thing? You know, and so I think it's like uh, I think it's like trying to stay away from that feeling uh, would be really good in in 2022, and just focusing on on that really really high quality trade setups. Yeah, I think uh, knowing. I mean, it's one of those things with the only focusing on the high quality trade setups. It's one of those very obvious old sayings: work, you know, work smarter, not harder. Uh, you don't need to trade all day if you just wait for that right one. If you're a little more patient for it, you don't end up, you know, and, and like you said with the, hey, wow, I just bought this super high. A lot of times that's due to you or someone chasing an alert. The reason it's so high is because someone tweeted it, you bought it, and it's immediately back down. Your average is high because we couldn't wait just a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what all things come back to is just having that FOMO and, and chasing things when, when maybe not knowing, you know, too much about them. And, uh, and so, yeah, so me personally, like, that's what I'm going to really try and focus on. Um, just because, I mean, at this point, it's like, it's like, I don't think that we, that I necessarily need to go for an a thousand percent year. I mean, yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be sick. But, um, but if I could just do like two to 300%, like a normal fund or whatever, then, uh, then that would be perfect. You know, that, that, that's fine for my risk appetite. Okay, so let's say the new year does start. Obviously, we have this whole January popper thing. It's hot in January for small caps, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, do you change up your strategy? Should your past couple months been bad? Or do you just think it was, oh, maybe the market wasn't there for it? Or even if it is working in January and not now, is that more of a thing that's just saying, hey, you're chasing and it just happens to work in certain months and maybe you do need to change your strategy? I mean, things definitely, people, everybody goes on cold streaks. That, I mean, that's just, a, that's just a fact and that's just a way that things are. Um, but if you're noticing that the market's changing and your outcome isn't really changing, so one of the things that we always talk about is that when we're on really hot streaks or like, you know, we're, we're killing it out there, you know, we like to really hit it hard. And what I mean by that is that, uh, when, it, when things are hot, you know, we're using a lot of our portfolio a lot of times and, uh, and, and we're fine with that. And then when things are cold, we kind of back off. We use like maybe a quarter of the amount of size that we would inside a hot market. You know, it's more about like keeping enough money to keep the lights on and not really worrying about, uh, maybe, you know, three, four Xing the account. So with that being said, I think it's important to note that, uh, that if you're, if you're seeing the market change and your results aren't really changing, then yes, definitely try and switch up the strategy. You, you should switch up this strategy because there's no point in, there's truly no point if you're just continuing to lose and the, the tide has changed, you know, like that's, that's kind of like, there's clearly like a blatant, blatantly, uh, there's a clearly a blatant problem. One of the things that I would say is that it, it, if you, if you are having like, let's just say 50, 50 on a trade and, but yeah, your account's like still getting killed. That usually means, and this is what we find a lot with newer traders is that you're either, 
you're probably not letting your runners run. Like that means that you're probably taking profit like three percent um, when it when most of them go like maybe ten or twelve percent. And then the other thing is that you just keep averaging down on your losers, and that's like really tricky for for a lot of people because when they see green, they want to take it off the table and sell it, and when they see red, they just want to add, 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 add to that losing position to average down. And I totally get that. But as we said earlier, how many times do we have a position where, you know, we know that it's not going to be a winner and we're kind of just praying, you know, like we're just averaging down, we're getting into that bigger position. And then, uh, and then what happens when it keeps on going down, you know, so then, but then the group, the, the winners, you know, we see any kind of green and we're like, Oh, there we go. Time to sell it. And, uh, and that's fine. You know, like that, like that's totally fine. You can sell things instantly when you're green. In fact, you should. But the difference is, is that if you have a 50, 50 win rate and you're taking things off the table at a 3% winner, but then you're losers, you're letting lose 10% and you, you know, you continue to average down stuff like that. Um, I mean, you're going to, you're going to, kill yourself on the account and that like sounds super simple like no duh Hugh like obviously um you know I should let my winners run and you know cut my losers fast but that's not how it goes I mean we we I still do that I still do that where I catch myself like averaging down on something that I just know isn't going to go so it's really important to to kind of see where you're at and if this kind of sounds like something that you're doing um the one of the ways to combat that is that make your make your starter kind of like your full position so if you have like a ten thousand dollar account make your starter um five hundred dollars and then say okay if it goes down three percent i'm going to add it once and so my five hundred dollar uh position is going to go to a thousand but and then on the flip side, I'm going to take half profit at, at 3% and another half profit at another 3%. And then that's going to give you a way to, and then, and that's going to give you a way to kind of reduce your risk and maximize your reward. But the thing is that, is that I want you to see when you add to your position, if you're starting to, if you're continuously losing, once you do that first add, so for instance, you add the 500, then you average down, add another 500. If you're still seeing that a majority of the time it's catching your stop loss, then that is a fundamental breakdown inside your strategy. Okay. So like I said, do something where at 3% gain, you cut half and another 3% gain, you cut the other half. And on the flip side, at a 3% loss, you add another $500. And then at another 3% loss, you you have a stop loss, something, something like that, something where it's very systematic. And then if you're catching yourself, um, you know, continuously hitting that stop loss, then that's a clear fundamental sign that there's a breakdown inside your strategy. And you should probably just start from scratch. Because that just means that you're either chasing things, you're not ha- writing for the, waiting for the right setup, or maybe you don't even have a setup at all, and you're just kind of like, ah, fuck it, this looks good here. Um, and and for longevity, that'll never that'll never work. So I think that that's really important. That's one of the things that we see a lot of times with newer traders, and that's one way that you can combat that, and also you know kind of catch yourself in the act. Because at the end of the day, if you don't see anything wrong with what you're doing, then you're just going to continue to do it. But if you can, but if you can sit there and say, okay, this is this is what Hugh said. This is how he said to take a systematic approach. And now nine out of every ten trades are still hitting my stop loss. I can sit there and say, okay, something's wrong with my strategy, and I need to start from scratch. Beautifully said. Well, wow, look at you, very articulate today. I try, um, bro. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. 
It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you did also mention two swings, either last week or the week before um just kind of starting hey these look like they're at bottom uh and they were g-a-m-e not gamestop you degenerates and dats um because it had gone from 18 dollars to three dollars and it seemed like the place to add for you and seemed like that was bottom so do you want to kind of give an update on those yeah i mean we were kicking ass in them and then uh they're both down five percent today which is kind of fucking annoying um, but, but we're still up about in game. I'm up. It, my average is two ninety five, and we are up about four percent. And then Dats, we are up five and a half percent, and my average is about three oh seven. You know that. And we talked about it last episode. Like there were chances to add lower. And same thing. Like, like we continuously talk about. Like both of these are down five percent today. Like this is like the time where like I'll pro- if it goes down a little so it's sitting on both that like let's take Dats for instance Dats is sitting on support if it flushes that support and it comes closer to three again like I'll probably add again. Um, it, it's one of those things where like do I want it do I want both swings to be down five percent no but like do I really see a reason for them to be down five percent and if my answer is still no which it is then it's one of those things where like okay let me evaluate it let me add some and then when it goes back up to these levels I can sell some and pad some profit so it's one of those things where like trading around the core is still very viable even inside these bigger swings these bigger picture swings and um and like i said is that you can pad your profit even if it's only like even if it's only if you, it doesn't have to do much to your account it can do you know a half a percent that's still a half a percent more than what you had so it just comes down to you know understanding where your key levels are your where your support and resistance are and and having that like uh, emotional trader intelligence and asking yourself okay why is this thing down does this make sense to be down um you know there there's tons of there's tons of 
there's tons of opportunities to be able to trade around the core of your swings and just pad that profit. And you'll see four or five times of uh, of trading dats between three and three twenty, and uh, you know you'll have a nice little you have a nice little buffer. Uh, and you don't need to, again you don't need to trade big size. You can be a tenth of your position, but you do you do ten percent of your position for five percent, you know, and uh, and all of a sudden. You're like you're an extra five percent bump bonus, and without even really trying hard, and not without even really thinking about it, but you're not taking on that huge risk of like doubling down and tripling down. So, it I think this is just like a really good you know getting close to a really good ad spot on a really big down or you know I mean a considerably down day. You know five percent isn't isn't crazy down, but uh you know if Apple is down five percent, yeah, it, it would probably be on every headline or around the around the country. So. I think it's important to to understand what's going on, why things are happening, and understanding where uh, support and resistance lines are. Yeah, trying to find that um, bottom before where everyone thinks it's going to be on a lot of these stocks due to the sell-off before the end of the year. Kind of fun, kind of dangerous. I'm dabbling a little bit. Just had some ITRM at 43 cents. Wild, I don't know. Um, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. 43 cents? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gun. See, it was like at 80 and then it dropped to 50 and then like it kind of broke that. So I was like, whatever. I've just been kind of waiting for it again. It hit like 48 again today. So I don't know. Maybe there's something brewing in the in the stew. I don't know. Fuck it, man. We're live trading. Here. Wow, dude. This uh, thing was really at 250. I mean, this thing was really at like four in the summer, but. Yeah. Well, you know how that's crazy. Crumbles. We'll see some 42s. <laughs> I got snacks on. It had some volume, wow. man. Yeah, look at that. Jeez, I don't know. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is like, like I said, like the last day, few days of selling on these small caps, and then, uh, and then everybody comes back. You know, like I'm not really trading this week. I somehow I'm down twenty five grand today. Like, I don't, well, yeah, you know, dude, I don't know why I'm down big. so fucking much. Like yesterday, I was down a lot. I'm like, I don't have fucking shit in the market. Like, what the fuck yeah. happened? Yeah, like I literally am just, you know, checking in on things and I'm still losing like a Honda Civic every day. Yeah, it doesn't make absurd. sense. It's not fun. Yeah, I'm like, dude, job. I thought I was taking yeah. like a week off. But like my boss is still calling me to tell me that a raccoon destroyed my office fucking every day. So I still got to <laughs> go in the... uh, Another little end of the year segment we can do. Um, do you want to do like best trades of the year? Best um, worst trades of the year, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, when do we do? Uh, when do we do uh, FinTwit FinTwit awards? Probably Sunday, or let's see what day is Sunday. I think Sunday is. Yeah, we could probably do it Sunday. Maybe a little Sick. soon, but you know, either Sunday or the fifth. Hell yeah, let's do it. Um, let me see. Okay, yeah. So for this year, uh, best trade. Ooh, Pro- probably BCTX. BCTX. Yeah, so percentage-wise yeah. would absolutely be AMC. 17,000% on options. You can't really beat that. Um, that's insane. Oh, man, that's insane. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm really hoping for something like that again with uh, the new financial freedoms I've allowed myself. <laughs> God, that would be so sick. Like, imagine if you had, like, 100 grand in there. Dude, fuck it. Just 20 grand? 20 grand. Seven, well, check this out. 17... Seventeen thousand percent. Three point four million. Uh, what is seventeen thousand percent of? See, I'm not three point oh, four million, something like that. It's a lot of fucking money, dude. Who knows? 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's a dick load, man. If you had twenty racks in there, yeah, I would I would not be recording a podcast right now. Um, no, but seriously, that there's there's some potential there. Uh, biggest loss this year, if I. Uh, take away what like so rgs i was up like 80 90 on it that has disappeared um it's at like 160 now i don't know why people just decided they hated fucking supercuts a whole lot more than they did a month and a half ago three weeks but that'll probably be my uh tax write-off bag that i cut uh mine was definitely salva uh Sava. Sava Sava got me for like 1.6 in February. Uh Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. They, they yeah, I think it was February or end of January. I, I told you that one, right? They, I, we talked I remember about the pot, I remember I you said you lost like a fuck ton of money in January. I just never knew how. Yeah, no, no. So it was Salva. It was when everything was running. And honestly, like, I just got my emotions get the best of me. Like, I had buddies texting me who were, like, up 30 grand on uh, AMC and stuff. And, like, yeah, bro, like, uh, like, like, no wonder, you know, you're successful at trading. Like, this shit's so fucking easy, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I got that into it. And then I, and then I lost a few bucks on AMC. I got, like, stopped out. And then, uh, and so then, then I was, like, all in my bag and shit. And then, uh, what was it? Salva released. This is what this is what the press release said. The press release said we may potentially in the future have pr- good preclinical data, like something along those lines. Like we may potentially in the future have good preclinical data. And I was like, oh my god, like this fucking company. Like and and so I had been long Salva at one point in my career. I was uh I was swinging Salva, and I just learned how dirty their management team was. I wasn't I'm not I wasn't a fan of them at all. I didn't like them, and uh and and I knew that they were in my opinion a little dirty, a little scummy. You know, a little a little. Quick Sometimes money. you like to play with the and, dirty girls, dude. Yeah, yeah, there's well, a risk of yeah, getting well, gone. She saw but... me coming from a mile away. She she saw me coming from a mile away and uh and robbed me blind. So uh so on that press release, they I mean the stock went nuts. I mean the stock was trading like five or something, so I started trading I started short on it at like fifty, fifty five. It went to 70. I'm like, dude, this thing will end red on the day. Like this is gonna be huge. So then uh at seventy five I got bigger. 95 i got bigger it, it, now the stock crosses 100 and i have so much size like i i was literally like every dollar was probably like 100 grand or something like something something absolutely wild and uh and i'm like holy shit like now now i'm down a fuck down i think i was down like a I think i was down like a mill at that point or something and uh and i was like okay i need to manage this risk because there really hadn't been like a green i mean like a red candle and i mean it was straight through 100 so i thought 100 was going to be like that big psych level and uh it was not it was not it ripped right through 100 i was like okay if this thing hits 115 like i have to i just have to take my loss because uh because i'll i'll blow up like if this thing goes like 300 like i'll i'll truly blow up or something what's that now and uh (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, you'll like this one. So, so it hits one seventeen. I mean, it hits one fifteen. I cover all my shares, and uh, and you know, I'm I market bought all my shares. Damn, it's a forty five right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so it basically, I top, I had sold it like one fifteen to one sixteen. It hit one seventeen, and then uh, I think I ended the day at like fifty five. 
Dude, this is so, crazy. It's like, hey, I'll hit 100, then I'll go to 30, then I'll go to 140, then I'll go to 50, then I'll go to 130, then I'll go to 50, then I'll go to 120, then I'll go to 50, then I'll go to 90. Yeah. Yeah, so... Maybe uh, we should yeah, buy it, dude. Quick. I think we should buy it right here. Do you look at that one-year chart, dude? It always hits 100. It literally always right. does. So, so yeah, so that... Like, let me see it. So, oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. So this was the day that it uh what was this? Yeah, so it had hit yeah, like like 117 or whatever. And yeah, I was just the dumbass. Yeah, here we are. February. Okay. Okay. So it hit one 118.09, I'm seeing. Something like that. And uh it ended the day ended the day like 63, and then the next day it hit 43. So uh uh yeah, that's my that's my that's my fuck up, Sava. I basically top tick Sava. So if I started shorting there, wow, whoa, what could have been? But uh, but yeah, no. So my uh, one point six million dollar loss on Sava was my biggest one this year. Damn, that makes my wish loss not seem so bad. <laughs> I honestly like that kind of ruined my size for like the rest of the year. I feel like, um, like I just I don't really haven't it. been feeling like the same size. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Ho- try whole and like, family uh, like twenty twenty two. That's true. That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then uh, and then let me see. So so my plan for 2022, like I said, is that it's gonna be slowly easing in. But it, it's like one of those years where like I'd like to do just really consistent trading, really really good trading. Um, you know, no big drawdowns like that Sava, and uh, and you know maybe do like four or five hundred percent on the account, something like that. That would that would be that would be beautiful. Four hundred percent sounds like a great 2022. Um, all right. Well, uh, I, I would say the story of wish and how I lost all on that, but I feel like, uh, it's kind of obvious. Um, I bought it on the dip to 13. It's now showing around three thirty. The only right move I made on it was, uh, buying puts for the earnings. That was awesome. And other than that, uh, it's had its way with me. So, um, you know, I guess that's what I get for you. investing in the fucking fake Amazon. See, it's <laughs> the, I think it's, it's the 30-day shipping, man. Once they figure that shit out, we're going to the fucking stratosphere. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. 
It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, there is one last thing. Uh, you know, Christmas was just happened, and uh, Hugh probably got a PlayStation, and, you know, he doesn't like video games or fun, so he's going to re-gift it to one of you guys. <laughs> uh, no, that's, so- not just, that's not the fucking story. It, my roommate and I were buying PS5s together, and uh, Walmart didn't fill his order, and I just wasn't going to play PS5. So, uh, you know, instead we're going to give it away. Okay. Uh, so is your roommate just not getting a PS5? I I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, I was just sick of looking at it because I'm not going to play. I And uh, so I, uh, we decided to give it away. I bought, so the new Xbox, you know, it's been out for a while, but there's a new Halo that came out, Halo Infinite. And I love Halo. It was like one of my first games I really fell in love with. And um, so I had to buy the new Xbox to play Halo. So, and they're so hard to find. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just spend $1,000 on it. Um, So I didn't have to wait for like GameStop to send all their users an email. So I could, all that bullshit. So I was like, fuck (laughs) it, I'll just spend $1,000. I actually looked on the Facebook Marketplace and there was like $600 on there. So... Jump the gun on that Jeez. one. However, jump the gun even earlier than I thought. I fucking get this game. You don't even need this Xbox to play Halo. You can use it. It's cross-platform. You could do it on the fucking old one. That Yeah, the one that's been out since 2014. So, uh, yeah, more about patience on a later episode. Um, but I am playing Halo, so <laughs> sick. Dude, I'll, I'll download some Halo. I'll give it the old Halo. Yeah, just like that. I love Halo, um, um, but we do have. That's sick. So how? Yeah, how do you want to give it away? So I think since it's the end of the year, uh, we could do the old like and retweet. Fuck, maybe a quote tweet if you're feeling fancy, uh, and and respond with your favorite part of the last year's episode. Um, of any any episode, you can record it, screen record it uh, from YouTube or just the Spotify or Apple app. You can. You can put it in quotes, do whatever you got to do, put your favorite lesson, your favorite quote, your favorite hue literation, hudiums, idioms, um, anything that you really love from this year's episode, maybe a favorite segment, just something that you enjoyed and that like and retweet. And of course, a five star because, you know, we're trying to hit that 5,000. And uh, you are in the chance for running. You just put all all your little credentials in the responses, and we will give we'll give out a PS Five. Um, thank God you have it because I would never mail it. Um, I told myself I'm never mailing anything after I did the first 300 T-shirts we sold. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we got a PS Five. Oh oh, um, is there bonus bonus submission if. If you, yeah, yeah, let's do a bonus submission. If uh, if you leave a five star review 
on uh, on Apple Podcasts. Ooh, a bonus submission. See, the issue is yeah. so many people, uh, you know, already have. So get your mom's phone. Well, just, you know, if you're still home for Christmas, get your dad's phone, get your brother's yeah. phone, get your wife's phone. Do it on your wife's phone. If you do it on your wife's phone, it's extra fucking bonus points. Yeah. And download yeah, all the like, episodes yeah, and play exactly. it on 4X and just run through those ads, dude. Yeah, and also, yeah, uh, do that. Yeah, and last but not least, uh, there are like 10 to 15 more PGIR crewnecks on the website. Uh, we needed a couple because we um, gave, I literally gave all of mine away. I had like 25 and I literally gave them all away. Dude, my mom, the ones that I got for her, she gave away for Christmas Eve. Like, like we give like gag gifts to to all like the cousins and stuff. And all of a sudden, like I see people wearing like my crewneck and I'm like, where the hell did you get that? And like, oh, like your mom gave it to me. I'm like, mom, those are for you. Dude, there is so heartbreaking. Uh, there's a lot of um, PGIR sweatshirts going around Houston. I can tell you that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, everyone just comes in my apartment and just takes them. Like one day, hey, dude, my, my biggest fear was seeing one at an ugly Christmas uh, party. Ugly, ugly sweater, ugly Christmas sweater party. Yeah. Um, but no, we we're but nothing clear. right yeah we're in the clear hell yeah yeah i'm excited for the ps5 we'll maybe we'll even like sign it or something yeah you sign their ps5 fuck yeah that's they'll just yeah, wash bro. it off <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well it's been a lovely wednesday with you all i've got to go sit courtside at the lakers game so i can get lebron's dna on me and then obviously i will um clone him and I will have my own basketball boy. And he will be yeah. so good at basketball. And he'll get signed by all the Nikes. And I won't have to work anymore. So that's the goal. Um, I'm bringing a jar of sweat. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm saving LeBron. All right, see you guys. Penny's Going in Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests... 
Then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.